You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. If one chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore, you are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzford. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> So the uh, the Crumblies, which is just a hysterical fucking name for this family. Um, the Crumblies? You know what I'm talking about? Is that the kid that the, fucking murdered everybody? Yeah, the kid who who uh, uh, the most the most recent uh, and spotlighted school shooter. Uh, his parents are being charged with voluntary manslaughter. Good. Yeah. I hope uh, that sets a legal precedent. They bought the gun for him. Uh, and there was all kinds of like really fucking questionable texts between like mom and him. Like a teacher caught him Googling uh, uh, ammunition on his phone. And there was a text sent between him and his mom. That's, and then she says, I'm not mad. You just got to be better about hiding it and not getting caught. And like that's fucking bad. <laughs> that's, that's real bad. Well, guess who, while he's in custody, has suddenly disappeared? Mom and dad are... Oh, no, they found him in Detroit. They found him in Detroit. Him? Yeah, no, they found her. They found them. They found the uh, parents. Oh, did they? Yeah, hang on a second. Let me see if we can find the article. What's the crumbly? (laughs) Jeez, there you go. Crumbly parent. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they found them in Detroit. I've returned... <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Michigan school shooting suspects parents plead not guilty. Yeah, they they got them, if I remember correctly. Yeah, parents yeah. of Oxford school shooting sus, uh, suspect arrested, police say. Nice. Uh, the couple were charged. Yeah, at, yeah, Mich- yeah, they found them. Yeah, they were found in East Detroit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, my, 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 friend who's from, yeah, my yeah. friend who's from Detroit was like, literally nobody goes there. <laughs> For those sacks of shit. I just like like the the things that came out about this kid though man like apparently he had like texted all sorts of crazy shit too and like 
Well, the, the, apparently teachers had found like they had caught him in like in class, like searching up gun stuff on the Internet, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. both both on his phone. And I believe on one of the like the because, you know, schools have like laptops now. So like on one of the school laptops yeah. as well. And they they have found it. And like one of the teachers had reported it. And, and um, if I remember correctly, they contacted his mom and his mom ended up texting him and, was, and being like, I don't care if you look up guns, just like don't get caught. Yeah. That's exactly what Rambo was just saying. Too, yeah, I'm not like mad. She said, yeah. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Just, I'm not mad. Just you got to be careful. Like You got to be careful and not get caught. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Classic. Real fucking classic. Yeah. And then, like, I was also kind of alarmed because, um, you know, uh, Allie, you know, posted stuff from, like, her uh, parents' yeah. groups from those schools. And there were all these posts going around from, uh, I guess, students from some of the other schools in, in Michigan who said that there was something called like hit week going on and there were threats uh, at other schools. And like, even some people, like people are taking screenshots of people being like, hey, like if you go to one of these, don't go to school tomorrow, which then caused like four or five different high schools to all shut down fr- uh, Thursday and Friday over the threats. And one, uh, and I think one or two of them had like a 9.30 early dismissal. Jesus. So basically opened up, open for an hour, get the fuck out. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I, good Lord. And, and but again, though, like we should all have unrestricted access to all firearms at all points. Everyone should have access to this. It's an American right. I'm sorry, you Mike. I didn't realize you hate America. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting there. Well, maybe you should just leave then. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, just. You know what? I would if I could. (laughs) Go somewhere else. Yeah. Like. Move to the Magic Kingdom, motherfucker. Wish I could. (laughs) Fuck. Shit. They had apartments, man. Fucking looking. Uh (laughs) Legal expert buries Jennifer Crumbly for crying through her manslaughter arraignment. Quote, a little late for that. Nice. (laughs) A little late for that. Oh, lovely. Just the fucking nerve of people, man. Like, just. Now she cries, you know, just just like what's his nuts? Um, The fucking murderer in Wisconsin. Um, What, Rittenhouse? Little little piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was self-defense. I still don't understand how that was self-defense. But like the guy, the guy swinging his skateboard at him was not self-defense. Like, he literally was trying to stop an active shooter. Yeah. Um, if you're interested, Legal Eagle has a he has a video up about it. Yeah, I watched it yet. I was, uh... The more that guy's stuff I see, the more I like it. Yeah. I just, I don't have the heart to, I don't have the heart to watch it yet. I do want to watch it, I just I haven't gotten around to it. I just, like, did, did you guys see that, like, apparently, when they were telling the story, like, he tried to pretend he was a police officer to get kids to come out so he could shoot more of them. Oh, what, the, the kid in Michigan? Yes. 
Yeah, I, I mean, don't, I, yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Like, I, I just couldn't even believe, like, and like the whole thing of like the thing that pisses me off are the people who are like, that's pure evil. Okay, cool, it's pure evil. But what are we gonna do about it? That's yeah. my question. What are we, as a country, as a society, like, what the fuck are we gonna do about it? That's pure evil. Okay. But, like, you can keep saying shit like that, but, like, nobody does anything about it. And that's my biggest issue is that, like, the people who – like, I understand everybody should have rights to guns, okay? Just like everybody should have rights to healthcare. Just like everybody should have rights to, like, cars and shit like that. But you know what you can lose? You can lose healthcare if you're um, – what, a pre-existing condition. Uh, you can lose your rights to having a car if, I don't know, you've, like, proven that you can't pass a driving test. These are the kind of things that I'm talking about. Like there needs to be better restrictions, better enforced laws. There needs to be like, I don't know, people that give a fuck about this stuff instead of like the NRA. Like I shared that with you guys, right? That NRA, um, the audio pieces from um, right after Columbine happened and like the meetings that they were having about it, about like how oh, we oh, need to yeah. get in front of this. Yeah. Like – Christ, man, like it, it, it wasn't about the tragedy to them. It was about we have to protect our brand and like and, and nobody did anything about it. Nobody cared. Like that's that's the thing that is just like. I, I don't well, even know. I don't even know how to if, if you don't care, I, I can't teach you how to do that. You know, like to your to your point about, you know, the ability to lose uh, right to drive or uh, or various other things. The the counter argument is always, well, the Constitution doesn't protect your right to drive. Yeah, because cars didn't exist in the 1700s, asshole. I just I'm so I'm so fucking sick of um, people coming back to what is or isn't constitutional in terms like by way of this being a fucking document that was written literally hundreds of years ago um or excuse me a hundred plus years ago uh, no 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 bicentennial yeah, yeah yeah we're, we're past we're, we're into hundreds um i it it was it's like it's like claiming that uh uh leeches should be the given right of any patient anywhere it's because funny. I was literally just time, making the exact same correlation. Like <laughs> I was like, "Fucking leeches, yeah, exactly." Yeah. At the time, that was you know that was the height of medicine. Um, it's so fucking asinine, and the way that that is both sacrosanct and cannot be changed and cannot be uh, 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 modified, while also being so further exploited as to go from like you know what a single shot musket uh or a fucking flintlock pistol to you know covering any kind of fucking weapon any kind of projectile weapon uh uh from a pistol uh like a semi-automatic pistol up through like a fucking tank i should be able to own what why can't i own a nuclear weapon if i want to what the fuck what? There, like, there's a. I I, I recently rewatched um, 
the first two Terminator movies with uh, with my friend Sid and Caitlin, and when when the T eight hundred in the first movie goes to get armed, uh, when he goes to the fucking gun shop, um, they're you know him and the guy are going through all the different weapons and like you know what he wants and uh, and he's got everything laid out on the counter, and the 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 Terminator's like you know checking the sights and all this shit. And the, the guy who's running the shop, you know, he's he goes on the list of all the weapons that's in front of him, and he's like, you know, any one of those are perfect for home defense. And it's such a great, subtle joke that the idea that these fucking assault weapons are... And, like, I'm not even going to get into the, the splitting of hairs about AR-15s and shit. These are literal assault weapons. Like, there's a fucking Uzi on the table... Uh, or excuse me, that's machine gun and assault weapon. Um, and it's just so, like, it's this great little dig. And like, yeah, you see how fucking stupid that sounds? <sighs> but yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, that's, I'm with you. Like, it's the whole fucking thing. The whole fucking thing is ridiculous. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Because... <sighs> People are dying in 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 bunches, and the the thing that blows me away is the we can't stop kids from bringing guns to school because that's a right. But man, y'all better not wear a fucking mask because that's infringing on rights. Mm-hmm. And that reminds like, me. What about the other thing with that kid too? Is they said that he had he had been bringing like a gun to school for like weeks, and like it was it was known. I believe, right? It was For like sure. it was like known that that he that he had been bringing a gun to school. Might be thinking yeah. of a different story. I, I don't even know. Like I'm not 100 percent sure. But like at this point, like would that would that surprise any of us? Well, and also like that that's the world we live in. Is it's hard to keep track of all these school shootings. The um. They all kind of blend together at a certain point. So at one point. I still thought it was in bad taste and like I get it, but I still think it's in bad taste. Orange is the new black at one point did something like that where somebody had gotten a gun into the mini the medium security prison that was there. One of the inmates had gotten a hold of a gun. Right, and all that, of yeah. you know what I'm talking about now? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single one of the officers that was working in that in that prison was like, Oh, somebody went Columbine, somebody went Virginia Tech. And they rattled off like like 30 different references to it. At the time, I remember thinking, I was like, that's really not in good taste, you know, like mentioning all these things. But the more and more I think about it, it really proved a really powerful point that there have been so many fucking gun shootings. Like when it comes to this, people bringing guns to school or guns to a mall that like we literally as a society can name off like 50 of them and everybody knows what we're talking about. And that's sad. That's really sad. And like, I, I hope that sometime in our in our future, sometime in our lifetime, we can see us as a country actually do something about this. Because if Sandy Hook wasn't enough to do it, if watching little children get murdered wasn't enough for us to change some shit, I don't know what is. Yep. Yep. I just like I don't know what else we can do, you know. That's that's the thing that really sucks. I mean, is what, what else can, can we do? 
I mean, once America pretty much decided that they were okay with children being killed, like we were beyond the point of being able to do anything at that point. Yeah. Like if you, if you like if, if if children are not enough to change things, then like, what 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 is it what is it going to take? There there yeah, really was, isn't anything. That was supposed to be the turning point. That was supposed to be that was the point at which everybody's like, okay, well, obviously now, now that like you know, uh, uh, pre-adolescent children have all been murdered. This will be when something happens now. And, and what in fact, the, it, 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 it seemed to do the exact opposite. It made them double down even further. It galvanized them, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because what like, did... No, you definitely can't take that away from me. Why? Why? Because what did the um, conservative media do? How did they handle it? Um, oh, Texas that's right. Actors. Yeah, they they created that narrative. And by the way, I hope that guy dies penniless in a fucking ditch. I hope Alex Jones never has another dollar to his fucking name because of the shit that he did. It won't happen because I'm sure he'll come up with some other fucking scam. Because let me tell you, like I mean, all he still has a platform. Oddly yeah, enough, exactly. He still, yeah. like, he still has his fans. People still listen to that sack of shit. Like it's just it, it's it's baffling to me, you know. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. All right, we'll just call this a bonus episode. Um, let's... <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're not done. Like, that's... This is the world we live in now. Like, if it's not the pandemic, it's going to be the school shooting. If it's not the school shooting, it's... Jesus Christ. Like, it's going to be um, them attacking the Capitol because they're not happy with the way the election results went. And we have people in Congress and in the House of Representatives that let them in and they're still there. So I don't know what else we can do. Like seriously, like what else can we do at this point? Like it's, um, I, I, I hate saying this because it sounds um, defeatist, but like, our country is like irreparable, irreparably broken. And like, we can't fix it because nobody wants it to be fixed because we have one side that's like, we need to fix this shit. And the other side is like, nope, America. That's the way it needs to be. And like, that's, I just like fucking how, how do we fix this? Like, is there any way to fix it? And I just don't know if the, if there's an, if there's an answer, I don't think I, oh, I do think there's an answer. I think the answer is no, is I don't think we want to fix it. And like you hear people say things like, well, this isn't this isn't what America is supposed to be. Is it, though? I mean, I think. I think it's not an answer I think anyone really wants to hear, but I think it's probably the only one if we have to have an answer uh, is that the, the, the younger generations are. You know, like they are way smarter about this stuff than I was when I was in my teens, in my early 20s. And all you can hope is that, you know, they've I mean, they've done they've managed to do some incredible stuff, even using social media platforms like Twitter and TikTok. So what you hope is that the younger generation with, you know, with you know, what we, what our generation has done and all the people that preceded us is that they, they take that shit by the horns and, and figure out 
a way to break through in a way that may, in the way that we don't have the answers. Because on some level, like yes, we do need to wait for you know some of these people to just die out. Like some of these, like some of these people just need to go straight up, you know. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, you know, uh, and but even with that happening, you, you just have to hope that the younger the, the younger generation will figure it out. And if they do, I don't think it'll be in our lifetimes, unfortunately. You know, we, we kind of we really have to kind of treat this as do the best we can while we're here and hopefully lay a foundation that, you know, the younger generation uh, and, and even the generations beyond, you know, our lifetime will be able to see the stuff that we did and figure out a way to actually implement change, whether that is within the system, which I personally don't don't think is is going to be the case or just by tearing all this shit down. Yeah, that's, that's starting over. Way. Yeah, tearing all this shit down and, and starting and starting over. At this point, you know, like what else? What else can we do? It's, we just like it, it's so funny for me because like I had this perception of what things were, you know, what things are. Like these these like, you know, for lack of a better term, these unalienable truth, these inalienable truths, like of what America was and what we stand for and what our sim and like what we mean and none of it's none of it's correct. Like that's the thing that has like gotten me is like these things that I thought we were, as I'm starting to see, it's not true. None of it is like, it's not even close to true. And like, it's, I wouldn't say scary. Scary is the wrong word. It's just like, it's so depressing. Like, it's so like, I think, I think the, the thing that gets lost in, in that kind of statement though, is the idea that by, by creating something with an express purpose, that doesn't imbue the thing with that purpose forever. Like the creation of the hammer is very important and it's a tool that's meant to be used to drive nails, but you can use it to kill someone with. So you can you can pervert the, the tool itself the idea itself, it, it, it's it's not omnipresent. Like it's not always going to to override any um, other usage. Uh, I mean, we see that all the time with things. Like I mean, like NFTs. NFTs yeah. on their surface are something that could be used for some some really interesting and and great goods. But instead, I mean, well, not even said instead, they are. People are using them for good things, but. So many people are also going out of their way to use them for greed and money laundering and all kinds of awful shit. Um, so I think that's the key is is the the thing itself is is divorced from its original purpose. It, it, it gets back to like a, uh, the author is dead. Like, you can make something with whatever intent you want, but you can't say what other people are going to use it for in the future. Yeah. Yep. And so the idea that, you know, good intentions or not, um, you know, the Founding Fathers formed 
the the United States with certain principles, um, while at the same time not following their own principles. Um, that doesn't mean that those principles are always going to cut through. Like, and and that's I think a big part part of the problem is people look at you know what is supposed to be these defining ideas um of the u.s and think that they're just going to be there forever and they're going to override anybody's actions or thoughts or reactions and that's not how it works like you have to keep working at it the machine only functions the way it's supposed to if you use it the way it's intended to be used and that's not what people do they they fall back on the you know like well we're the we're the greatest nation in the world and uh we're you know and like with no metrics with no you know means to measure that idea um just with a feeling because that's one of the things that americans are really great at is sales we're really good at pitching people on certain ideas actually saw on ideas uh regardless of facts or anything tangible to back those ideas yep and that's that's a big part of the problem is you know people keep falling back on concepts without any without being willing to put in the effort to back those concepts up like could America be the greatest country in America in the world? I mean, could America be the greatest country in America? Um, <laughs> absolutely. Like we have the resources, we have the money, we have, you know, plenty of smart, capable people. Um, but you have to be willing to actually put in the work. It's not enough to just say we're the best. Because that doesn't mean shit. And it's also a lot, it's demonstrably false. <laughs> I mean, like, we are the best when it comes to total number of children killed in high schools by gunmen. Number one. Persons incarcerated. Number one. Total number of people that die penniless because healthcare would not cover them. At one point, there was a Nobel Peace Prize winning, or not no, Nobel Peace Prize, a Nobel Prize winning uh, author who had cancer who had to sell his Nobel Prize to pay for his cancer treatment. If that doesn't bother the fuck out of you, I don't know if we can be friends. You know, I don't know if we can have conversations about morality and decency and things like that, because that shouldn't happen. And it has zero to do with this guy's celebrity. It has zero to do with the fact that, like, this person is in a higher esteem because they won an award. No, no one should die because they're sick or <laughs> no one should die penniless because they're sick. You shouldn't have to waste all of your resources to try to save your own life. And like, that's a huge problem. And especially too, with, with when we have the solutions, when we have the ways to fix this, do you know that the guy who created insulin made the patent zero, like didn't, I don't know the exact terminology for it, but basically like didn't like patent it so that he could make money off of it. He was basically, yeah. he was basically like, I want this to be for everybody. Whereas now insulin costs are through the roof. 
Well, so the the catch there is the initial version that he was able to come up with. That's still open source. That's all ah, still yes. accessible. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the it's the more efficient, uh, better versions of it. Yeah. And that cherry are, flavored insulin and yeah, diet diet insulin and you know. Yeah, it's it's all it's all the 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 superior versions of it that are uh, individually owned and patented by the various companies. Outstanding. Would you like your insulin to also sing you a song? Well, that's patented and it's going to cost you. Yeah, like it's it, it it is disgusting to me to think that people are going into debt, going into like can't afford to save their own lives. And we just say, oh, capitalism, that's, that's, you know, that's one of the downsides of capitalism and just wash our hands of it, you know? I think that that's what frustrates me the most is, is you, you hear these stories. If you, if you ever grew up around people who are Christian, you hear these stories about generosity and, and, and the things that you're supposed to do to help others. And then these same people will tell you how we shouldn't have to do this. Because if we give them a handout, they're going to keep asking for handouts. And I was on welfare when I was a child, but I pulled myself up by my bootstraps, which that's also hilarious because that whole pull, pull yourself up by the bootstraps was literally a story created by a guy. It was a farce he created to talk about how ridiculous the concept of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is. It's literally like he needed to jump over a, a, a fence. So he pulled himself up by his bootstraps and he was able to fly over the fence like Imagine grabbing yourself by your own hair and throwing yourself out of a room. That's the same concept. But people literally use that as their, well, I did this. I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. Ah, yes, you did something that was, like, impossible. Cool. Great. Like, that movie Idiocracy, like, when it came out, nobody really paid attention to it. But, man, is that movie accurate. Like, the more we find out, like, how fucking stupid we are as as a country. Like... And it's not even that, like, I, honestly, I, I don't even think it's that we're stupid. I think it's that we have rich, cruel people who run everything and have convinced I, I, us that this is the way that it needs to be. I mean, I think you can certainly say that. <laughs> Considering how much money uh, America has taken out of their education system, it's, yeah. it's, 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 I, I don't remember where the documentary I saw, but it, like, it pretty much highlighted how, like, in the 90s, like, Part of the reason that you know, America was really considered a melting pot is because you had, you know, people from all over the world who were coming here because of how great the education was here as far as our universities. And then you, but then um, other places like India um, really started investing their own money into their uh, into their education systems while America started to pull money out of it. And lo and behold, now you're starting to see people not coming here for education anymore. They're opting to stay in their home countries or opting to go into uh, countries that are not far uh, from their home countries as opposed to coming here simply because the education is better. And I mean, I mean, we, I mean, we, we literally witnessed it under the Trump administration with uh, uh, with Betsy. Uh, was it DeVos? Whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it literally, it literally is that. I mean, we're we're at a point now where people are. You look at what's what's going on in Texas, and with them trying to gloss over prominent historical things like slavery, or just flat out removing it from history books. Like, 
it's a it's a it's a combination of of different things just american arrogance and also the fact that you know a lot of money has been pulled out has been pulled out pulled out from from our schools and now we're starting to see people question events that we know happened but they're acting like oh it couldn't have been that bad you know slavery was a choice you know holocaust didn't really happen not a thing you know, they they made it up. Like we're we're starting to see that type of stuff not only gain uh, more um, gain more followers, but even some stuff like Sandy Hook or like to, to tie back to what we were talking earlier with uh, with stuff like Sandy Hook and Newtown uh, having crisis actors and and those did not actually happen. Like it's it, all this stuff is connected. You know. I, I, I don't do. want to have to give up this thing I like. Therefore, and yeah, and and goes back to fucking COVID, um, or, or or rather further connects to COVID. No, this is too scary. Uh, this is limiting uh, my access to something I enjoy. Therefore, it can't be real. No, it's all made up. Christ, <laughs> it's just it's it's infuriating. It's honestly. It's why, for me, delving into things like the MCU nice. has been such a relief, has been such a an escape. And, like, I have been enjoying this MCU rewatch that we have done so much because I don't have to think about all this other shit that's going on in the world. And, like... I know that people are are, are, criti are critical of some of the MCU movies and like, oh, well, this is dumb or this is stupid or I didn't like this. I don't give a fuck. You I love people, every. You mean those whose movies are failing because yeah. they don't know how to make a movie good <laughs> enough that will yeah. get people to theaters in the same way that a Marvel film will, regardless it's... of how good it is or isn't? Exactly. Hey, Scorsese, you know the last time I watched one of your movies is The Departed. You want to know why? Because you're not. Fucking I mean, we have a more anymore. recent example, Ridley Scott. He, he he he's the most recent guy because his movie flopped and he was like oh yeah no because it's because of those damn marvel movies like okay, yeah it yeah. must be must be that's, not that's why your movie you, flopped bro yeah. okay must be it couldn't be because prometheus was long and boring and you know like didn't have a coherent plot and like it was just a bunch of basically like hr geiger images that you had strung together fuck you like <laughs> well, and like the most recent thing, you know, with the the last was the last duel. Um, yeah, I, I remember getting really excited when I saw the trailer for it, and the more I learned about it, I'm like, I want to watch a three hour movie about a rape that we see twice. Oh, like geez. I'm yeah, good, just... and and like it becomes this this thing where it's where you know I'm sure Scott thinks he's making some like big statement, and and it's a very important film. It's like, dude, it's great that you finally got to the table. But we're taking down the decorations. Like, party's over. Everybody else is, is everybody who, who should have been here is, is here right now. So, you know, it's yeah. awesome that you've been like, did you know that women are treated poorly? <sighs> I got to make a movie about that. Thank, thanks, well, Ridley Scott. Appreciate you, bud. Yeah. You know, real timely. I was like, like good job. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I don't, he's <sighs> yeah. so old. But, again, that's why we're watching the MCU. As a matter of fact, let's jump right into this. So, 
Um, what you can do, ladies and gentlemen, this was a bonus episode, so I hope you enjoyed our sad political conversation that we had. Um, stay tuned for the next episode where we are going to be talking about the MCU. I swear to God, we're actually going to do it. Like, we're not just going to talk about other things. Um, we're going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 2 uh, and our Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe rewatch. We're going to be talking about Ragnarok, and then we are going to segue into the new MCU series that is on Disney Plus, and that is Hawkeye. So stay tuned for that. For MC, for James Rambo, my name is Mike Lunsford. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs>